When you're in business, dealing with unhappy customers is as inevitable as death and taxes is for everybody else. So in this episode, I'm going to help you by giving you some strategies and tips for dealing with that inevitable unhappy customer. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers just like you create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. Hello there, Thriver, and welcome back to the Create and Thrive podcast. Or if this is the first time you are listening, welcome, and thank you so much for taking a chance on my show. This episode is mostly a replay of an old episode, num- I believe it was number 82, How to Deal with Unhappy Customers. And I brought this back because it is such an important topic and something that so many people struggle with on a regular basis. Well, hopefully not too regularly, <laughs> but I do see questions about customers popping up everywhere from makers. And so I wanted to share this episode again to help you deal with this very stressful part of running a business. And it is inevitable. As I said, you will at some stage come up against an unhappy customer, whether it's your fault or their fault or somewhere in between. So in this episode, I'm giving you some very specific strategies uh, to deal with this and giving you some advice from a place of experience where, yes, I've had to deal with unhappy customers many times over the years. Uh, Not too many, thankfully, but, you know, sometimes it's been my fault and sometimes it's been their fault. And I'm going to cover both of those um, situations in this podcast today. But before we start, I have some exciting news. I am running a free workshop in partnership with Etsy on discovery, that is SEO, search engine optimization for your Etsy shop and for Google as well. And that is happening on Wednesday, I believe it is the 6th of November at 10am Brisbane time, so that's Brisbane um, Australia time, so Australian Eastern Standard Time, not Daylight Savings Time, <laughs> Eastern Standard Time, 10am on the 6th of November. It is a free workshop. As I said, it is actually in partnership with Etsy. I'm working with them to offer this free workshop and uh, you can register by heading over to createandthrive.com forward slash discovery. That's createandthrive.com forward slash discovery. There are only 100 places available. So if you don't want to miss out, go register right away. Heck, pause this podcast, head on over there, sign up and make sure you don't miss your spot in this free workshop on how to get found in Etsy and Google search. I'm really looking forward to bringing this workshop to you. It's going to be fantastic. All right, let's get on with this week's topic. This week, I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that might stress you out. (laughs) In fact, it probably will or slash haves stressed you out. And that is unhappy customers. Yes, the first thing I want to say on this topic is that if you're in business, it is inevitable that you will at some stage have an unhappy customer. No matter how awesome you are, no matter how hard you try, you cannot please 100% of the people 100% of the time and it will happen. That being said, don't like 
quail in fear (laughs) and live in fear of this happening because it's not the end of the world when it does happen. So I wanted to talk to you in this episode and share some strategies and some thoughts and some tips for dealing with unhappy customers because it's something I've had to deal with before. Uh, I've been in business for over eight years now, so it's happened to me more than once. (laughs) No matter how hard I try to make sure everybody's happy, sometimes things go wrong and people get upset. So I think it's important to realize that no matter how nice you are or how good a person you are or how honest you know it doesn't matter something will go wrong at some stage which may or may not be your fault and how you deal with that is the true test of you know how people will uh, see your business and how people will uh, feel about your business so let's you know let's start from the beginning something happens someone says something or sends you an email or put something on social media about something that's gone wrong with their order or something about your interaction with them you know your business they're your customer it might be private it might be public and those are two different experiences for example waking up uh, or checking your business to find someone's left you negative feedback public negative feedback can be really scary and stressful and it's happened to me uh, I, I guarantee you it's happened to pretty much everybody if not everybody who's been in business for a period of time and there's also of course the private emails or messages people might send you obviously when they send you a private message that is preferable <laughs> because it allows you to try to sort out the problem privately before it goes to a public forum However, you will have people who don't bother trying to sort it out and just are upset and angry and just leave a bad review or, you know, something like that because they don't want to deal with it. You know, they just, they're upset, something's gone wrong and their knee-jerk reaction is just to blame you and uh, basically, you know, talk down your business and whatever it might have, whatever might have occurred. So there's so many things that could happen. something might have been late Uh, an item might not have been as they expected it to be Uh, an item might arrive damaged or uh, it's incorrect in some way there's uh, you know and there's lots of uh, lots of other things that could happen as well Uh, for another thing comes to mind you know there's some countries where they charge uh, customs import duties and things like that and customers if they're not savvy online shoppers might not be aware of that and they get hit with that and they get upset because they didn't know they were going to have to pay extra money. All of these things are potentials. Um, just to give you some examples of what's happened in my business, um, there's been times where people have gotten, well, it happens not as often as it used to in the beginning when I didn't do the right thing because I wasn't educating my customers. Uh, people get a ring and it's the wrong size. Now, 99 out of 100 times these days that's their fault not mine i.e they've given me the wrong size and so i you know we've had to either replace or resize at their cost and that's very clear in our policies that you know it's their responsibility under australian consumer law to give us the right size and if it's wrong it's not our fault (laughs) uh obviously if we make a mistake and we make the ring the wrong size then we um will replace it you know for free as fast as possible you know off our own bat because that is our mistake but most of the time 
it's been the customer's mistake. And generally speaking, people are most of the time pretty understanding about that. And even when you do get someone who's a little bit upset, you know, you you can still deal with it by being calm, polite, helpful and upbeat. Uh, another issue that's arisen in the past uh, is that, you know, one of our one of our most uh, popular designs is an oxidized sterling silver wedding band. Now, these rings look like a dark gray black color, but they don't stay that way. They weather over time back to like a smoky silver color. We make it, we work really hard to make this very clear. We put it, you know, we have a bolded thing in the, <laughs> in the description that explains it. We have in, in the photos, we actually have a photo that shows the process. Uh, so people are aware that, you know, it does not stay that way. But occasionally you get someone who didn't read the description or didn't look through all the photos and then they'll, they get upset because they didn't realize what was going to happen, that that was going to happen. And the way that I deal with that is education. So, you know, I, I send them, uh, you know, I send them the, the piece of the item description where it explains exactly the process and how they can reoxidize it themselves. And, um, the photo that we have with the listing that shows the process. And generally speaking, you know, people are like, oh, okay, well, that, that was my mistake. So that's, you know, they just understand and, and move on. Um, there's lots of other things that can happen though. I remember once um, we had a customer who ordered a necklace for his wife. They were going to some event and he was like, oh, I really need it by like three days from now. They were in Australia. So I was like, okay, well, here, you know, pay for Express Post. We'll work really hard and get it done ASAP for you. And we made it and shipped it. And of course, because it was Express Post, it had tracking and all that. And he contacted me and said, it hasn't arrived. And I, you know, I looked at the tracking and it said delivered. So I'm like, mm, <laughs> I don't know what to do here because, and I said, you know, I, I emailed him back and said, look, according to Australia Post, it's been delivered. There's not really anything I can do here. I'm really sorry, but I don't, you know, I don't know what's gone wrong. You know, we talked talk to Australia Post. He lived in an apartment building, so maybe someone else picked it up or somebody stole it who knows uh, I don't know in the end of the day what happened with that story but I tried to be as helpful as I could be while maintaining you know it's not our fault we have done everything right and we can't replace something that it said you know we have deliver proof of delivery uh, not not that I think he was lying and you certainly never ever say anything like that to a customer no, no, no. That's one of the big, eh, eh, big red cross through. Don't ever accuse a customer um, of lying to you uh, or stealing something. Uh, because I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but also that's really bad business practice. Unless you have 100% proof, and then, you know, that's when you get other people involved if necessary. But let's hope that never happens. So there's all sorts of things. They're just a couple of examples um, of things that have gone wrong. Uh, this same process can apply if you get some sort of angry email. Um, <laughs> I've had a cup very rarely, I think it's only happened to me two or three times over the years. I've had an email from someone that had in response to uh, a blog post or something I've written and they've like gotten really, really angry at me about what I've said because they vehemently disagree. And, you know, thankfully the first time that happened, I was able to follow this process that I'm going to talk about and, you know, that, that you have to disconnect your personal emotions from that because you've got to realize 
the other person is the one who's suffering. It's not your fault. It's their response to it. And you can't get drawn into the drama. It's really important not to get drawn into the drama and not take it personally because, you know, it's all about, you know, when you're having some sort of, you're putting something out there into the world, you can't control how people are going to respond to it. You can't control people's reactions, especially if it's something a little bit emotive um, or, you know, that might dishearten people or whatever it might be. So examples over for now let's talk about what we do what happens what do you do when something goes wrong and you have an unhappy customer okay the first thing to do is to don't you know don't panic (laughs) like hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy first screen (laughs) don't panic very important Uh, you will especially if it's the first or maybe even second time this has happened to you you'll probably have an instinctual like fight or flight reaction you'll probably get that charge of adrenaline you'll feel really stressed and shaky because someone has had a go at you and it's you know it's our natural instinctual response to freak out a little bit when that happens so i know it probably will happen but you need to stop and do whatever it is that you need to do to calm down so don't ever respond to a customer in the heat of that feeling do not you know you you read something or someone's angry or upset you freak out and then you react to them. And that is the worst thing you can possibly do because you will probably end up saying something you'll regret and you won't be coming from a place of calm rationality, which is really, really important to do when dealing with someone else who is not calm and rational because they're upset. So they're, they're angry or sad or, or whatever it might be that they're feeling. Don't react to that. You have the, unless you're on the phone, Obviously, if you're on the phone, you have to think quickly, but most of us probably deal via email or, you know, social media or whatever, a text-based format where you have the ability to take a step back and take some time to calm down. So that's the first thing you want to do is, you know, do some deep breathing, (laughs) do some meditation, listen to something relaxing, whatever you need to do to just talk yourself back off that ledge of panic please do that. Now I understand that that might, you know, you're not, you probably won't be able to forget about it. It's going to be in your head, but just take a bit of time, walk away, actually literally put it down or step away from the computer, walk away, get a cup of tea or coffee and just, you know, have a break. Um, If you can, and you have someone you trust, share it with them um, and get their feedback as well. You know, two, two heads are better than one, especially, you know, without, with our business, I always will, um, get Nick and, and show him. Uh, but I, you know, I actually don't generally do that straight away. I generally, something will happen, you know, if I get a bad review or whatever, and I'll think about it and then I'll write a response a little while later when I've, you know, if I feel stressed by it and then I'll get actually bring Nick and say, Hey, here's what the person said here's what I've written in response. What do you think? So I actually always get him to check what I write back to the customer before I send it, because it's really good to have not an objective person because it's his business too, but just a second person who can kind of have a say on it. And if you're in a safe space, you know, like people in the Thriver Circle, many times have shared these sorts of stories and obviously never using names or identifying people. Don't ever do that. But a general story, 
this is what a customer has said what would you you know what how should I respond how should I deal with this situation and it's really helpful to have other people's um, ideas so I'm not going to obviously give you specifics in this episode I'm giving you general um, general tenets uh, you know general rules I guess so that's the first thing and the second thing is be the bigger person so you know come from that place of like I said calm rationality and don't get caught in the drama so if you aren't caught in the drama you can think logically and rationally and you can also be compassionate I think it's really important to be compassionate to your customers especially the unhappy ones you know because you'll let's be honest you'll have the instinctual oh how dare that horrible person say this about me blah 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 you know you'll have that anger response which is normal but it's important to move past that and try to understand where the person's coming from really try to put yourself in your customer's shoes as much as you possibly can be compassionate for their situation even if they're being over the top dramatic because you will get those people too but just try to you know look at it from their perspective and think okay what's really going on here uh, why you know what are they ups- what are they actually upset about here and how can I you know try to address that issue because sometimes it might not be what's obvious you know uh, it might be something underlying and it, you, you might be able to pick up on that so be the bigger person can come from that place of calm rationality um, and the next thing is to admit your mistakes okay so if you have made a mistake, you need to fix it. <laughs> Whatever it takes, I don't care if it loses you money. That does in the long in the grand scheme of things, money is not as important as your reputation. It really isn't. A little bit of money, uh, you know, or losing out on a little bit of money to, you know, prevent an unhappy customer from telling other people about it or, you know, keeping a, a one-star review or whatever it might be. You know, if you've made a mistake, you need to admit it and fix it. So don't try to, you know, don't try to make excuses. Don't try to justify something. If you've done something wrong, say, I apologize. You know, I did this. uh, I made this mistake. I will make it right. And if there's multiple, you know, give the customer options. If there's multiple ways you can fix it, give them the options, let them choose. People like to choose. It gives them a feeling of power. So if there is, you know, any sort of choice there, lay out what they, their choices are and let them choose the option that works best for them, that is most convenient and most, um, you know, is easiest for them. So that is very, very important. Don't ever shirk it when you've stuffed up. Just own it and fix it and then move on and don't don't berate yourself but learn from it so you know if you've made an obvious an obvious mistake and you can see how this could possibly happen again fix the system that's broken so somewhere along the line something has gone wrong you need to look at the whole process of that order and figure out where it went wrong and try to fix it in future uh, it might even it might be the case even that you didn't explain something properly or that you know you left like for example the you know when we started making those oxidized wedding rings I didn't actually state in the description that it wouldn't like I didn't literally state this won't stay black <laughs> 
and that confused people so that that is literally in there now I learned my lesson I you know I'd seen what other people had written and kind of not copied it but gone oh well that's what they've written you know it must be all right but now my description it's actually almost an, like I literally write if you want a permanently black ring this is not it <laughs> that's literally the line I write and you might think that that would turn people off because you're being very blunt about it but it doesn't <laughs> well it hasn't for us so don't be afraid to be completely honest about your products because you, you do not want people to end up with something they don't expect because they will only be disappointed so admit your mistakes fix them go above and beyond to fix them even if it costs you money and then move on try to fix the system that's broken uh, so it doesn't happen again if that means changing your policies changing your description or photos literally looking at your system from accepting an order to shipping an order what went wrong where make a note of it and fix it okay so that that's basically my other point which was learn from the issues that arise don't just keep making the same mistake over and over again like bart simpson with the cupcake anyone my age will know that you know out out no don't keep making the same mistake over and over again uh, because you're just going to end up with more unhappy customers and you're going to be unhappy because you have to keep fixing things so um now the most important well not the most important but it's very very important and this is difficult stick to your policies and don't be held ransom what do I mean by that? I mean, don't, if you haven't made a mistake, if you are 100% in the right and, you you know, your customer is upset about something that wasn't your fault, you had no control over, um, you know, whatever it might be, don't be held to ransom by threats or even bad reviews. You know, it's, if you have not made a mistake you can't if there's something's gone wrong that you can't fix then you can't fix it <laughs> and you just have to like live with it basically um at the same time while i say don't be held to ransom still be kind and understanding and honest and upfront with your customers so this is a really good example here is the um the customs charge thing you know a customer who uh, has received their item, ended up having to pay extra money for it, and then emails you really upset about this. First of all, it should be in your policies that you are not responsible for other countries' customs fees, blah, blah, blah. It's up to the, it's up to the customer to know the customs import duties of their country. That should be in your policies. If it's not, go put it in there after finishing listening to this episode. If you ship internationally, very important. You, then you you've covered your own self you know you have covered it it's in your policies if the customer didn't read it that's unfortunate but it isn't actually your fault you haven't actually done anything wrong you've you've done everything right uh you know it's been in your policies you've shipped everything the item is as described all of that sort of stuff now for example you get a customer who emails you and goes you need to pay me for this money well, no, you don't actually need to pay them that money because it's not your responsibility. It's the, their responsibility to pay the money. They might even go a step further and say, not that I've ever had this happen. I've never actually had anyone blatantly say, if you don't do this, I will leave you a bad review. And I really hope that doesn't ever happen to you. Um, so fingers crossed. <laughs> Hopefully it never happens to me either. Um, but, you know, you need to 
be understanding and kind again don't don't come from that place of reaction understand that it was a shock to them that it, it upset them because it's something they didn't expect it was a cost they didn't expect and I think everybody can understand that. Like who wants an extra like 20 bucks? You go to pick up something from the post office, suddenly, bam, you have to pay an extra $20 for it that you didn't anticipate or budget for. Yeah, I can, you know, I can understand. And that that's what you want to say to the customer. You want to actually respond from a place of compassion and understanding while being firm on your policies that, you know, it's not your responsibility. You know, it's not something you can fix you know, so you would respond to them and say, you know, I'm really sorry to hear that, um, you know, etc. Et and just empathize. People oftentimes, when people are upset, they just want somebody to empathize with them and actually understand them. You know, that's a really, really important step. So empathize with them. Don't ignore them. Don't ever ignore them. But th- you know, think of a way to respond that is empathetic and understanding, while not actually fixing something that you didn't break so that's really important um so you know same with sticking to your policies if if you've got a policy on something you need to stick to it uh there are exceptions to this you know there is no they're your rules your policies are your rules if there is a situation that you personally feel not out of fear but out of compassion if there's a situation that arises that you want to fix that doesn't align with your policies, then fix it. It's your business. You're in control. You have the power. Okay. But don't be railroaded into fixing something that you didn't break or, um, you know, doing something for a mistake you didn't make. So there's a few steps. Now, what do you do? How do you try to, you know, deal with this the process wise? So I'll give you an example. Um, I won't give too many details because I don't want it to be obvious but you know my customer's privacy is 100% important to me there was a customer who was um, who received something and they were you know they really had not (laughs) understood (laughs) what it was that they ordered and they you know they left a one-star review so they didn't contact me first I don't think they left a one-star review and you know the review explained what the situation was and I was like whoa okay um this customer has misunderstood um what they were ordering so I contacted them and from this place of compassion and calm and understanding and in uh, you know and then we through you know the process that one-star review turned into a five-star review so I you know it can be done and always always try to work it out with your customer um if you know if that's happened if they if they've left a bad review always contact them privately try to understand try to fix the problem um and then hopefully they'll change the review and if they don't you can respond to it okay if it's on etsy or facebook or whatever it is you have the ability to respond and explain your side of the story and sometimes guys sometimes that is what you're going to have to do I mean, if you go to my Etsy shop and look through all the the um, reviews, you will find a couple sprinkled there that the customer has been unhappy. We've been unable for whatever reason to work it out. And I've had to tell my side of the story in the reviews. So sometimes it's probably going to happen. Hopefully not very often. But, you know, if you have a large volume of sales, 
you'll occasionally get a customer who just won't play ball. You know, they're upset. Something's gone wrong. They're not interested in trying to fix the problem. They're just upset and angry. And that's all. That's it. That's the end of the story. You can't change their mind. Nothing you say or do will make it better. And that's a, it's just a hard fact of business. Uh, you know, most of the time, most people, most of the time will be reasonable. And if you approach it from a real, that real honest, compassionate, uh, understanding perspective, you know, you'll be able to work it out, but don't don't a hundred percent rely on that being able to happen. And if it doesn't happen again, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't take it personally especially in these sort of creative businesses, it can be really, really easy to take things personally, to feel like they're upset with something that they've bought from you that therefore they hate you and you think you're a horrible person, etc., etc., etc. Okay. And even if they do, you can't control what someone else thinks about you. You can only control yourself and your own mind and how you act and how you respond and that's all you can do. So, you know, the same if you have stuff publicly on social media, you know, somebody says something, um, don't, you know, this is a difficult line. If somebody attacks you, I think you're within your rights to delete that. But if somebody says something, um, you know, has an unhappy post on social media that is, uh, you know, genuine, like there's been an actual problem, then you need to respond to it and respond to it in an honest and open and um, positive way and hope that other people reading that will see both sides of the story. And that's what goes with, you know, reviews as well. When you respond to reviews, you know, if you've got 99 out of 100 five-star reviews and then one one-star or something like that, I don't, it's not going to really hurt your business (laughs) because most people will understand that things go wrong occasionally or that sometimes people are upset or, you know, something's gone wrong and it can't be fixed and it's not necessarily your fault. So, you know, just don't let it bug you too much and try to, try to move on for it. Now, this, I'm obviously coming from the perspective of you are doing your utmost to do the right thing and you're honest and 100% genuine and, you know, that's who's listening to this podcast. Of course, there are people out there who are not like that (laughs) and you hope that you don't have to end up dealing with them as a customer or as a seller. Um, But if you do, just still follow this process, you know, Take a step back, be the bigger person, stick to your policies, be honest and understanding and compassionate, admit your mistakes if you've made them and go above and beyond to fix them. And hopefully, once you do all of those things, most of the time, you will be able to turn an unhappy customer into a satisfied and potentially even very happy customer who would willingly recommend you to their friends and family. And that is the best outcome for everybody because everybody's happy in the end. And that is really what we're trying to aim for in our businesses and in our lives, isn't it? The best possible win-win outcome for everyone. Thriver Circle members, I'd love to hear your thoughts in the Thriver Circle. Uh, you know, share your stories 
of what's happened and how you dealt with it and how it worked out in the end. I think those sort of stories are really helpful. But be careful, guys, um, not in the circle. <laughs> if you don't like ever, 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 ever share customer stories publicly, don't ever share. It's like, you know, the whole don't air your dirty laundry. Don't ever ask for advice or whinge or anything like that about a customer's um, interaction in a public forum where they might possibly see it or even where other people might see it and judge you for not protecting your customer's privacy. So that's very, very important. Don't ever name names and don't ever complain about your customers in a public forum. It's just not good business to do that. I hope you found that useful and maybe kind of helped take the anxiety about having unhappy customers down a few notches. Remember, if you haven't already, go register for my free workshop in partnership with Etsy on Google and Etsy Discovery, helping you get found and helping your shop get found. Head on over to createandthrive.com forward slash discovery and you will get access to that. Remember, there are only 100 spots available, so don't miss out if you'd like to attend live and get access to that workshop. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any feedback on this, of course, if you're in the Thriver Circle, come and share it there. Or you can always hit me up on Instagram at Create and Thrive and uh, you know, share your thoughts or your experiences with unhappy customers over there as well. Thanks for listening. I'll be back again next week with another episode of the show. And goodbye for now.